Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Next Level Show. Boys, I feel like we had a very interesting weekend. I don't know if our brains are just not functioning properly. Um, for the listeners that don't know, before recording this episode, we pretty much sat here just catching up for about an hour. I think this, always, this usually happens on Mondays more than any other day in the week when we record, just because that's like we kind of take a whole break from just like talking to each other for the weekend because we just we talk so damn much. You guys talk so damn much. I'm just <laughs> tired of it. Nah. Um, but no, like today we wanted to kind of touch base because we got, we were just talking with people in general because I know there's a lot of uh, news and information about gyms reopening or not reopening. And there's a lot of, still a lot of uncertainty. Uh, it depends on where you're at. So the norms, the rules are all going to be different. But a lot of stuff that we hear, a lot of the posts that we're reading on like Facebook, Instagram, like memes, stories, it's, it's all about people being afraid of losing their gains. Um, like they're, they're losing the gains by the minute we joke around the people that really love just building muscle and that culture is, you know, the biggest thing I think during this whole time was just the fact that they're not able to train with the same volume or the intensity as before, cause they don't have much weight. They don't have much thing. They don't know how to train at home with their body weight necessarily, or they're just not motivated to train at home. And then it's the big fear about, damn, I'm going to have to start from zero again. But I think we, we, we understand, you know, deep down if we're objective with it, we know that's not the case. You know, muscle just does not fall off your butt unless you were obviously in bed without moving for this whole month, then there was definitely going to be major atrophy. But as long as you did something, as long as you stimulated a little bit of that muscle building signal, I guarantee that it's not going to be as much gains as you lost. Um, in my personal opinion, with my clients and everything, I've been seeing a lot of improvements with other areas of their fitness when it comes to mobility, the depth of their squats, maybe as many pushups they can do overall body, you know, strength has improved and they feel excited about it, which is cool. I actually was talking to one of my clients last week. She was super, uh, she's been practicing. She's been doing something every day, just a little bit. Mike knows who this is and she's been crushing it. Uh, I love working with her. She's, I think in her early sixties, she doesn't look like she's in her early sixties, but it's crazy to see that even at that age, you can still make tremendous improvements with your mobility, with your work and your strength, overall strength. It's pretty awesome. So I don't know about you guys. I feel like I'm now picking up momentum, getting a little bit better myself where I'm looking at myself and I'm like, all right, my, my chest is not looking all like soft. I'm like, my shoulders are coming in a little bit. Um, Gabe's always without his shirt. He just looks extremely handsome, just intimidating me with his traps. But Gabe, how's your, how's your at home stuff been going? <laughs> well, you know, if I would have, if you would have told me two months ago that, you know, when this all started, hey, you're just going to be at least two months uh, with no gyms, um, knowing the type of person that I am that I've kind of like said to you guys before, where it's kind of like hard for me to do stuff at home. Like I kind of had to force myself to do that because I like to go to a place like a gym um, without any kind of workouts. I would have thought, yeah, I like, yeah, you're going to look like, you know, you, like you did back when you were. 16 years old, just like a, a stick, you know, with like 100 pounds soaking wet, everything, all your muscle would have just, is going to just fall off. I would have, you know, been, been I, I would have thought that would have been a real possibility. But I'm surprised as to how like I've maintained and how um, I, I've been going. I, I haven't really been that strict or rigid with any type of routine uh, training wise. 
but I have been pretty active. Um, I have been active by just, um, when I do go out, like I, I mentioned before, I go like, you know, push a sled, you know, shoot some basketball. Um, that's actually what I did this morning. So I've been trying to do that. I've been, uh, actually the most activity that I've been doing is, uh, painting and laying down floors and putting shelvings together or doing, uh, uh some things like that. And I'm, like I said, I, I, I'm pretty surprised as to how I've maintained. I look fine. I went and I was looking at a mirror today and I was just like, okay, you know, it's, it's not looking too bad. I'm looking all right. Uh, actually, one, th one big positive that I've noticed is I kind of felt as if before I had like a little bit of like kind of like inflammation in my gut and it's down. Like I, I, I feel like I only have like maybe Oreos. just a little, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually all of the Oreos or the non-Oreos that I've been eating. Um, actually, I got a, I got a, I got a confession. Um, last week I had, I had some Mario's yeah, and it was fun. some Mario's. Okay. And it was, it was, it was just as awesome as, as, uh, I remember it. I, I haven't had them in like forever, but, I uh, yeah. I had Oreos. I had an Oreo ice cream cake for my birthday last month. It was pretty awesome. I, I had, well, actually, no, I'm lying because now that you mentioned that, uh, we went to cheesecake factory for my birthday and I went to, and I got a, a cheesecake and it was the Oreo, like something Oreo deluxe or some shit like that. I don't know, whatever. It was made from Oreos and it was as awesome as it sounds. It was pretty great. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like where I've been. Known on this podcast as like people that just love Oreos because we've talked about Oreos in depth, like a few episodes well, when we first started. So it's like we always revert back to Oreos. I feel like there's two things that we constantly cover. One, Oreos. And two, everything that, that, that just pisses me off or that, you know, people, I feel like I always say some shit like, oh, yeah, this kind of like bothers me or this is my pet peeve that people would think like, you know, they don't know me. I'm some kind of like crabby ass old guy that is just uh, everything pisses them off when I'm, I, I hope that that's not the case, <laughs> you know? No, I think that everything is pretty light conversation. So I think overall, it doesn't come off like that. And for the listeners, um, you know, overall, we like we like to make light of everything that we talk about, even though mm -hmm. before getting on this, we were just, we were just, we didn't know what direction we we're going to go in. And we keep it, we, we were honest. Like we're like this episode, like what are we going to talk about? What do we want to share about today? And like, like, you know what, why don't we just talk about what we were just covering on our own. And which was, you know, if you're right now, I know this for a lot of people, things have been getting better for other people. It's, you know, been maybe about the same or they feel like stuff hasn't improved in their life um i know that working out and being able to express yourself in the gym which for people that are into art you know you express yourself through art but people that love lifting weights it's like a way of expression and i think that our good friend danny mentioned a post like that which i thought was very brilliantly said it was you know, being able to work out and exercise. And I know the stress of it is because you're not able to express yourself in the way that you knew how. And I think this is super important to know, but I think it's okay to understand that it comes from that place, but it's not because you're going to lose all the hard earned muscle that you, you, you put in the work to build. And I think you're going to be absolutely fine. Uh, Mike, are you back? Yeah. Sorry about that. I had, oh, I heard no. a weird noise in my house and I had to go defend my, my temple. Um, <laughs> yeah so like i was trying covering i was covering rambling on yeah because yeah, mike just kind of like you know just jetted off like oh shit what the hell happened here small group of ninjas nothing i can't handle it's fine <laughs> um no i think the i think the biggest thing is that it's uh 
for a lot of people, it's a, it's a loss of identity um, or, or it's a loss of such a big portion of their life and such a large section of their brain because um, they're just so involved and so into it. It's the only thing they, you know, the thing they think about the most apart from work or family. Um, and that can be something really bad. I mean, it's, um, you know, the same thing kind of happened to me where, you know, Jonathan knows I was borderline obsessed with my deadlift for a couple of months and I put every ounce of my being into getting that number to go up. You know, if this had happened right in the middle of that, I would have been very confused and very, very lost. Fortunately, I had finished that uh, routine and gotten the numbers that I wanted more than, uh, more than I wanted for the record. But um, no, it's, um, it's definitely a challenge for all of us, but you know, all that you can really do is choose between doing absolutely nothing or doing something, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty clear cut choice. Um, even if it's not what you want, you know, you can, you can sit on the couch all day and watch anime or you can, you know, get up once a day and, and go do some squats and push-ups or something and be grateful for it and know that it'll, it'll end eventually. Hey, Mike, if you were to sit down on the couch all day and watch anime, what would it be? Uh, I actually just got done watching Attack on Titan. Oh, how was that? It, it touched me in, um, in, in very emotional places. It's a very, very good show. I think I, I started that on, um, uh, I think I started watching that on Netflix. I want to say the first, halfway through the first season. Okay. And then I just stopped for, I can't even give you an honest so, answer as to why. Netflix only has the first season. The first season's 25 episodes. Um, after that, you have to go to another place. I went to Funimation. Um, and it seriously blew my mind how much I could enjoy an anime. Um, I really like Death Note. That's the first one that I really got into. And then I just kind of started watching Attack on Titan. My roommate suggested it. Um, and I was like, you know what? I've got nothing else going on right now. So I started watching it. And it seriously, like... You, you form these bonds with these characters and then like things just start happening and the soundtrack is amazing and the story is epic. And it's, it's one of those that uh, it doesn't really like spoon feed you stuff. Things just kind of happen and you have to be paying attention um, to, in order to like understand the, the gravity of the situation, but very, very I'm good. Not, even though I'm not, I haven't watched many anime except like some, some of the most commonly known ones. Um, I think they're very under, underappreciated from the like from the general population because they look at that and they're like uh this is super corny cartoons but they're not cartoons they're direct most kids shouldn't even be watching these shows no. yeah so Seriously. It's, it, it goes to show i mean like there's a lot of like i kind of got into a couple of these random shows um obviously all my dudes most dudes can relate they've watched dragon ball z which some people argue it's not like a true anime but i think it is um it is i mean po pokemon's still, an anime it's still, it's still in that genre not a true anime but <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but i mean there's some i mean that was like stuff that i kind of grew up on and watching but i haven't watched anything new lately except castlevania but uh, another one that i kind of just started was uh jojo's bizarre adventure have you guys seen that i saw the uh the little trailer thing for you know it, and, and it kind of got me because I, I i hovered over it and you know it kind of like just starts playing a little bit mm -hmm. it actually started playing the whole damn episode and i'm like well i guess since i've yeah. been here for five minutes i might as well <laughs> just watch the first one sunken cost fallacy exactly but um uh, something that, that that um just to kind of 
take a sharp left or get right back on track to, you know, this, uh, this fitness show. Something that you mentioned, Mike, about <laughs> how, you know, uh, identifying with, uh, with your deadlifts or being all about it. I think this, where I'm at currently, um, it was, I'm at a good place as to, to, to not be in a gym for two months because for the first, I don't know, maybe like five years or so that um, I was lifting, I identified basically just with that. I was just like, well, shit, if you take this away, what the hell, you know, what, what am I? This is such, this was too, too big of part of my life in maybe like in the wrong sense, or I was considering it in the wrong sense, right? Mm -hmm. Where I said, you know, uh, I had a lot of people that, you know, because I made a, a pretty, I guess a good size transformation from being like, you know, a skinny ass corny kid from to, to not. And, um, if you were to take that away from me, like, I wouldn't know what I would be or who, what else I could contribute besides that or anything related to that. So I, I'm, I'm glad for me personally, where I'm at right now. And for those people that are in those, in that space, you know, hopefully this will help to, um, steer them in the right direction to, to say, Hey, you know, this is not everything that you are, you know, you're much more than just, you know, someone that has, you know, some, uh, an awesome squat, you know, a uh, uh, big ass arms or, you know, uh, an impressive chest or something like that or, or anything in that, in that vein. Yeah. I, I think it's a pretty normal feeling. I mean, look at any other scenario, um, take, take the computer away from the avid gamer take the car away from the car guy. I mean, we all have our little things that we're, we're involved in. And, you know, it's not like you're entirely starting over from scratch. It's not like you're going back. Just like you said, you're not going back to being that 16 year old kid that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You still have the, the knowledge, the skills. Um, you, they, you may be a little rusty. You may not be as strong. You may not be as cut, but it's still there. You still know what to do. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, I've seen it with myself. I'm not, I don't, I don't have the, the muscle mass that I used to on my legs and I'm not really freaking out about it. You know, I know how to get it back. It's, it's only a couple months away. If that, it, it may even come back in a couple of weeks. I mean, you, you yeah, can't even sooner, right? Yeah. It's not going to take nearly as long as you think. And, you know, in all honesty, if you're somebody that's been practicing what we've been preaching and consuming a lot of pro- protein, that sends the signal to your body to kind of maintain and, and upkeep on that muscle mass. So it's not like you're just melting away and then you're going to, you know, wake up tomorrow and all of your muscle will be gone. It's just going to kind of slowly diminish. And then before you know it, the gyms will be back open again and it'll be coming right back. And if anything, you're going to get that, that, uh, that amazing soreness and that, that rush of, um, endorphins and dopamine from getting getting the lifts in you're going to feel great after that first workout so you know kind of like look for look ahead to that be be grateful for the fact that you you are healthy i mean yeah you can't work out but if that's the least of your concerns right now you've you're you're in a pretty good place i'd say i think that's what's helped me to maintain as much as i have which is a a, a pretty high protein diet um my uh, like i mentioned before my total calories have gone down um, I should probably start tracking to see exactly where my maintenance is right now. But um, I think that's what's helped me to, to maintain. And kind of like what you mentioned, Michael, uh, when they do open up, I'm looking forward to when they do and, and how, how much I can really like, you know, push it or not push it, excuse me, that's probably the wrong phrase um, or the wrong way to, to, to express this, how I can get everything back where I was, get to the same level that I was before. And I know that I can surpass that because I've, you know, abstain from the gym for so long. 
right? And that novelty is just going to be, uh, uh, that novelty, no, novel stimulus is going to really just kind of like hit me once I get back under a bar or start pushing the weights. Um, it'll just uh, propel me forward to faster than what I was before. I, I'm sure that I can, these two months, I can make up for that probably like in under a month, get back to the, the, the level in, in as far as my physique and strength from where I was before. Yeah. No, I agree. While you guys were chatting it up, I was trying to look for uh, something that I had read uh, regarding how much volume or how many reps or how many, how much intensity is needed to maintain muscle, you know, because a lot of, a lot of the fear is like about losing gains, but the truth of the matter is I, I don't, I don't want to, don't quote me on the exacts because I haven't, I wasn't able to find the exact article that I read, but it was, I want to say it was between about two pretty intense sets close to failure that can send a signal to maintain muscle. You don't need a tremendous amount of volume to maintain your current muscle mass. Obviously, if we're talking about muscle building, like growing more muscle tissue, there has to be, you know, a, a, maybe a possible surplus of nutrition, just of, of, of calories. You need to have a slightly, uh, you have to push a little bit further than your natural comfort zone. But as far as maintaining your current gains, you don't need a whole lot to do so. So I think that it takes, it should take a lot of pressure off your shoulders, a lot of stress and anxiety. If you are someone that is concerned about losing your hard work, just like, just like it was just like how it didn't happen overnight that you got all these results. It's not going to happen over a month or two of you doing mediocre workouts. You're not going to lose all your gains, your progress. It, the body just does not work like that. So I, I just wanted to kind of shed some some information on there. Don't quote me if you I'm gonna I'm gonna try it if I find it before this episode airs, I'll you know tell Mike to like link it on the bottom. But it was a study all about talking about this. This is when like more when COVID had started and when things had officially just locked down because this is the biggest thing that I saw a lot of my peers just, you know, stressing and you know, going to parks and working out and getting as much weight as they could and just to try to keep their gains. But I think it's inevitable that they were not going to continue to progress per se, unless you're completely new, you haven't started you. This is like your first attempt at working out. Definitely. You can see some, some muscle building uh, benefits, but for the most of people, it's just maybe improvements with your movement is not improvement necessarily in muscle tissue, but you've improved your movement. You've improved certain things that you didn't weren't good at. You improved the number of pushups, you've improved the depth of your squat, et cetera. So there's a lot of different avenues that you could have been making gains in that wasn't necessarily muscle building gains but the fact of you losing it fear not you will not be losing your gains i ended up going to um to i, I want to say about two was it three weeks ago i went to lowe's to go get a, a pvc pipe and do one of those uh, diy uh, mobility sticks mm. i've been kind of like using that so that's been kind of like cool because uh, even like I've done a program that which included that where I wasn't, I was using something in place of it, but not one exactly like it. So now to start really incorporating that, I, I, that's kind of like helped me a lot, I, I believe. What are some things that you guys have done besides the mobility that, I mean, I know you guys, we've mentioned that our workouts have been pretty spotty. I mean, mine were definitely for the month of April were tremendously all over the place. I really wasn't pushing at all. I had zero care. The last couple of weeks, the last two weeks, I've actually created a lot of structure for myself. Um, and it's been awesome. It's been super cool. It's because I, I think also taking a break from just trying to push, um, it kind of 
benefited me in a way, going back to kind of adding a little bit more structure. Granted, this weekend I was my nutrition was a little bit over the place and my sleep schedule awful. But the last two weeks overall, as a for as a as a whole, has been a lot better. And I notice I'm getting a lot better with certain movements. I mean, I've told people that I'm kind of working towards a one arm chin up. I'm working towards uh, single arm push ups and handstand push ups, and those have been all week over week been getting better. As well as me jump roping a couple times a week, that's been getting better. It's been it's been honestly cool to make progress. It's not to the point where I'm blown away at how much muscle I'm building because it's not anywhere near like that. Because I know that it may take a lot more stimulus to get me to respond in that, in that direction, but I'm making improvements where they may not be super visual, but definitely noticing that maybe body weight strength is going up stuff that I was kind of struggling with last week is a little bit easier this week. So I think if you just put your focus towards something and I'm only working out hard three to four times a week, it's really not working out every single day, multiple times a day and doing all these crazy routines, but your body doesn't need so much ridiculousness to get it to do something. So I think it's cool. I don't know if you guys have done anything more structured this last couple of weeks um, in regards to that. Uh, something that I, I always see is that I mesmerize whenever I see you jumping rope. I will say that. <laughs> Someone called me a dolphin, dolphin the other day because it looks like you're like, when I'm doing the double unders, I kind of tilt forward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that I look like a dolphin. No, um, you get some good height whenever you're doing them. It's a lot of fun, man. I don't like doing, I don't like running. Like I really don't, unless I'm running with a group, it's very rare that I'll just go out. Let me go for a run. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more inclined to go for a walk just because it's more relaxing. I'll put my headphones on. I'll kind of catch up on podcasting and do other stuff or listen to something that I want to listen to, whatever. And, but when it comes to jumping rope, it's cardio because I'm by the end of it, I'm huffing and puffing because I've been ramping up the intensity, not so much the duration of my jump roping sessions, but as far as like trying to do more difficult stuff that I it was struggling the time before. And it's crazy how your body adapts in any direction you're trying to push it towards. If you have like kind of a singular focus, you can make so much progress in a certain direction. So jump roping has been a way for me that I, it's very easy on my joints. Um, I feel like I'm accomplishing something that I'm not good at, which is a good mental thing, I feel, because running is, I guess, for people like it because of the endorphins they get. I just find it very boring for me personally, and I don't have a good set of headsets. I have the AirPods, so they, they possibly can fall out during the running process. But with jump roping, I'm in the same spot, so I don't have to go anywhere far. I'm getting some sun. I'm sweating. I put my phone. I put the music on, on like the speaker of the phone. And I'm just jamming out and just doing my thing for intervals of like minute to two minutes and just kind of having fun with it, whipping myself a couple of times. So if you look on my back, it looks like I got, I was in the olden times getting punished. Um, but overall, <laughs> it's, it's been in a, it's been a really cool experience. But besides, when it comes to muscle building, what I've been doing is just really pushing my body closer to failure with my body weight movements, three sets max per things. But I just give it, I generally feel tired like where my muscles like wow like i gave like my central nervous system was stimulated i was really pushing on those pull-ups i was really pushing on those push-ups where i was only getting maybe 10 push-ups like with a with an assisted one arm setup and it's crazy how much my chest feels like a little sore my lats feel a little bit sore like 
and it, I'm not doing nowhere near the amount of volume I was doing. So if you're someone at home and you don't have much equipment, cause most of this stuff is only done with a pull-up bar and then my, just any type of elevation with my feet off a bed or a couch. Most people I know have one of those. So I think that if you can really just angle yourself in a particular way, look up certain calisthenic movements, they're not as exciting. I feel as like, you know, getting on some fancy equipment possibly, but if you change your focus, I'm going to just get really good at this thing. And that's been my driver. Not because I'm going to look like better than I did when I competed. Cause I was, everything was dialed in weights, variety tools, everything was accessible to me, but it's cool. Even though your body, how it responds and adapts to all these things. So if you're someone just push yourself, challenge yourself, doesn't have to be every single day where you have to bring the intensity, but when you do work out, possibly just push yourself a little bit further than you want to out of your comfort zone. And you'll be surprised of how your body is responding. Something that I've been, um, like, like I mentioned, uh, con- I think the, the thing that I've been the most constant with are one, um, playing basketball. And I just like that, you know, kind of like, like what you echoed, I don't like going out for a run. Um, unless like I'm, chasing after like you know my daughter on her bike or or, or something uh, I, I typically just don't like it so much I do like sprints though which funny enough I haven't done now that you've mentioned about the running I thought about the sprints that I do like but I haven't really incorporated them um, I'm going to set to do them tomorrow morning when I go out uh, prior to shooting around uh, but yeah the, I think the, the thing that I've been the most consistent about was is basketball I've gotten better with that doing uh, I feel like I don't suck as much as I did before. I only maybe just suck a little bit. So it's, um, so that's something that's, that's been helping. And also even thinking about it, like, you know, I, I go there and I just kind of like do different movements, like for instance, moving uh, laterally, um, jumping. And I think that that's something that will definitely help me when I go back um, to the gym. Uh, something I try to also do is try to do some pull-ups. I try to go for 20, um, however many sets that it may take. It's been, generally taking me like three sets, I get between 10 and 12. And then I just do uh, between four and five on the other two sets. So and then I kind of gauge as okay, well, how many can I do for, you know, for one? Okay, how tired am I? How close? How, how much of a rest, rest period do I need between the next two to three sets? Right? So I'm kind of like gauging all of that just to kind of see am I getting better? Am I maintaining? Am I getting worse? You know, um, I like to use that, uh, the sled that I use, uh, how far can I go? Um, can I go further? I've been actually stretching it to go a little bit further any, every time that I have been pushing it and, or pulling it. So I've been using kind of those things as, as far as uh, uh, gauges as to what I can do um, outside, something that I do enjoy. You know, I don't think like it's kind of like monotonous or, or you know, just kind of like boring or, or anything. Um, uh, anytime I do any type of uh, structured work, such as lunges and stuff, I try to focus on the form, focus on, okay, how stable am I, am I while I'm doing these? Um, am I flopping all around? Um, okay, well, that's probably because when I do notice that I'm doing that, it's, it's because I'm getting away from, or I'm not being present in the movement. You know, I need to just concentrate. I need to just brace. I need to focus, you know, uh, you know grip the floor with my feet. I need to, you know, push my knees out. Um, whenever, and, and then once I get back into it, I know that I'm, I, I'm doing what I need to do. Um, those are some kind of things as to what I've been doing and, and how I've been kind of like gauging as if, am I improving? Am I doing something, uh, going in the right direction? Um, what, what about you, Mike? What have you been doing, uh, during this time or how you've been gauging things? My workouts have been pretty, um, 
lackluster. Um, I'd say that I haven't been the most structured um, and it hasn't been the most intense workouts of my life, but I am still kind of doing something. Um, but I know, you know, it's not enough to really make any strides and kind of like I touched on before, I noticed I am, you know, losing a little bit, but I'm not super worried about that. Um, and I know that I'm not putting in the amount of effort that I should be if, if maintaining was, uh, what I was like really, really after the, the things that I'm focused on right now though, are the ones that I feel will benefit me the most when the gyms come back up. And that is tracking my calories and making sure that my, my metabolism is where I want it to be or, um, in a, in a, in a good consistent place at least. So I'm not all over the place and I at least know what I need to be doing when it is time to come back. Cause I have gained a little bit of body fat, which I'm not concerned with, but you know, when the gyms open back up, I know that I can go straight into the process of losing that little bit of body fat that I've gained and get back into the swing of working out. Um, and that's the other part of this is I've also noticed just from sitting and not moving as much, um, I'm not nearly as mobile or flexible as I used to be. And that's something that I have started to get a little bit more aggressive with. So I've been stretching a lot more and working on mobility a lot more. Um, I know that those would be, um, a pretty big hindrance if it does come time for the gyms to open back up and I've lost my mobility. Um, that's another step that I have to go through just to get underneath a barbell again. So I've been putting a little bit more emphasis, emphasis on that. I think that the, I think the mobility aspect is something people can be doing more often. doesn't mean you have to do a full 30, 45 minutes of mobility, do five to 10 minutes or even a couple minutes spread out throughout the Monday you're going to spend, maybe during the morning, you're going to spend maybe on your hips and work on just like some 90 nineties. Later that day, you're going to do some child's pose. Maybe that day you're going to do a wall wall press. Maybe you're going to do some other back stretches like you know, some, some work that you're maybe struggle with. Maybe that you're, you know, you're lacking, just do it just to kind of move around. You're not doing anything super intense, especially if you're not motivated to push hard. You could, this can be an easy excuse just to do it. And you can, you can stretch while you watch TV. Just saying. Pretty much. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's when I'll do it. When I'm watching a movie, I'll pop on this on, the, on my, my carpet and, uh, Oh, it's a rug. I think it's, yeah, it's considered a rug. And, um, I'll just go ahead and start doing some 90 nineties, some, some work on my hips. That's where I'll start usually getting tight. And that's where people may experience, maybe their back is getting a little tight. So just throwing in some mobility movement. Um, I also like throwing in a lot of stuff for shoulders because for me, shoulders is an easy one that I begin to round a lot throughout the day, being on the computer most of the day. And those are just some improvements that I've been trying to do. But when it comes to working out, I say that a few times a week, not every day, but a few times a week, take yourself close to that failure mark. And that's just going to give you that enough, that, that signal for the body to that muscle is still something that is important. That is still needed. You still need to overcome that stress. A lot of my clients have been improving with their pull-ups and they've been, they were something that they struggle with. I had a client that could barely do, barely do two uh, in a row. And now he does a couple sets of five and and that was just like nice. in the last two weeks or so, the last two, three weeks of just focusing. He bought a pull-up bar, he installed it. And every day he may throw any. I tell him some days just to take a break, but some days I tell him just to do a couple. Don't try to push your, your limit on every day, but only a few times a week where I want you just to really take it, you know, as many as you can and really see what you're capable of. And as a, as a byproduct, there is some improvement. So I can think it's safe to say that there is 
like, you know, muscle being built or his strength being um, improved on. But it's a great thing for anybody right now is just choose a couple of things to do a week that you care about that's going to help you. And I think everyone should be focusing on mobility for damn sure, just because a lot of us are more still. Um, but if you're someone that really is like wanting to maintain gains, a couple hard days where you really challenge yourself, it doesn't have to be a long workout, 30 minutes, and you push yourself hard on those three sets of, you know, that you're doing, you're going to be more than golden. I guarantee it. I've been doing a, 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 like a little bit of a mobility routine more so at night. I feel like I used to do this a lot before any, any day that I came back from work and I noticed that I barely walked, like, let's just say I had between four and 6,000 steps. I'm like, shit, that means I was sitting on my desk for like quite a long time. Let me just go ahead and do some, some, some movements. I, I feel like I've been doing it more recently. I think in, in, it now, if I think about it more, it's, it's cause I've, since I know that gym will right here in Florida will be re reopening soon. Maybe I'm doing it because I'm just trying to prep myself or I'm just trying to get, get myself in a, you know, in a good mobility space to get under a bar. Um, but I, I like to do, um, I like to use a child's pose as a gauge to see how my, if my lower back is, is kind of tight or how that feels. And then I kind of like move forward. Anytime I, I do anything like either that or 90, 90 for my hips, if I feel something is kind of like extra tight, then I spend a little bit more time there. Or if not, then I just uh, go ahead and move, move past it. You know what I like to do also, I like to throw in a, um, uh, you, you guys seen that like a, like a, what's it called? A perfect setup where it's like a setup, just like super, super slow going up. But I like to do it more so on the comeback where I'm laying back down and I go like one vertebrae at a time. Mm -hmm. I kind of almost do it where, uh, more so like a, like a, like a back alignment, right? Cause sometimes I doing that and I hear like my, my back, my spine going crack, crack, crack. Uh, and, and again, that's another sign that I, I was, um, uh, not in a good place as far as, you know, maybe I was in a, like awkward position, like sitting down or laying down or whatever. And it kind of helps me to kind of get back into, uh, where I want to be. What, uh, what else have you guys been doing? Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. Wait, before, before that, I wanted to ask you a question, John. You mentioned that you, you help somebody get, um, get, uh, improve on their pull-ups. I've heard like a whole bunch of different kind of like ways to strategies to improve on, on your pull-ups for this one, one case in particular. What, um, what strategy did you use uh, to help him progress on his pull-ups? Uh, since he could do basically two full pull-ups from like dead hang and just pull up all the way, you know, basically chin to the bar or a little bit past the bar. Um, I, what I told him was that he asked me like, can I practice this every day? And I'm like, absolutely. When you walk by it, since at that point it was two, it was two were just like pushing his limit. I told him just go for just one pull-up. Like if you walk by it, if you're in the garage, you want to just do one pull up and walk away. Cause I know it's not pushing him to that, that point of failure, but I told him just to throw it in a couple of times a week. And there was when we, when we were working out, cause we had uh, sessions, I would have pull-ups in his workout routine where we would do multiple sets with good rest periods and where we're actually pushing it closer to that failure mark. So he had a few hard days. Um, if you're someone that struggles with pull-ups, I know that pull-ups are a very challenging exercise. And if you know, you want to just get better, that's one way is just throwing in frequency. You can throw in momentum at the beginning just to kind of allow your body to kind of get used to it. But one thing that I also encourage people to do is like maybe when you, when you do the pull-up and you kind of resist yourself at the top hold, like where they're tension pull-ups, and maybe you start re lowering yourself very slowly um, just allowing your body to have that, that stimulus, that tension, 
and do that a few times a week, maybe a couple times a, a day, depending on where your strength curve is, obviously paying attention that you're not overly sore, but your, your body does really good with pushups and, you know, body weight movements in general, pull-ups in this case with frequency. It does a very good job at keep getting that dose of that it needs to get stronger. It needs to get better. So the body does very good with these exercises when you do it pretty often. Not every day, like I said, has to be a vigorous session. But if you throw it in there, you know, there's many different progressions. If you guys want to know more progressions, let me know and I can make specific videos for this. Let us know in the reviews, comments, or send me a message directly on my Instagram and I can make something, you know, to, so I can share it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've advised them on. Okay, cool. I know that there, like I said, there's a, and I'm sure that you've used plenty of different kinds of strategies for pull-ups. This is one area that, um, right, a lot of people, a good amount of people would come to you or any, or you would hear this, right? People want to just improve on their pull-ups, either A, to the, the, the volume, the quantity per set, or just are unable to do one pull-up, right? So this would be a good um, uh, goal to have, right, to improve on, on this. And, and this skill can carry over to other aspects of, uh, of the gym. So that's what I was asking, because I know that um, it's, it's, it's a common question and i wanted to see how you progress with this one client in particular yeah no that was that was the approach that i took was just the frequency aspect doing it once a day just because he could if you're not having done a single pull-up i would just jump on there and try to hang there or even just do dead hangs at the beginning where you're just holding your body weight with your hands there really strengthening up your forearms your grip strength later just throw in some attempt some reps you can also use bands if you have bands accessible you can uh, lessen the resistance of your body weight Obviously, back in the gym, if you want to get better at pull-ups, there's like machines that are, I think they're called the Gravitron. That's what the proper name for them are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where you obviously, this assisted pull-up machine, you add some weight to kind of lighten up the load. And I always, with pull-ups, especially if you're not someone that can do a full body weight pull-up, it's not usually the exercise where I'll do tons and tons and tons of reps. It's the one that'll kind of keep you more on the lower end because my goal with you is to get you with little to no assistance. Uh, pull-ups are a very rewarding exercise. They're ones that are very hard to cheat. They're the ones that keep you honest. So I love it. And it's a, one of my favorite back movements. If I had to pick one, it's definitely one of my favorites. I don't know if we have any, there's there any other takeaways that we can give the listeners for, because this, this overall, we kind of been a little bit over the place, but it's more revolving just stuff that you can do to not lose your gains, even though gyms are starting to open. But for some people, it may be another month or so before they can actually have access to gym equipment. I don't know if there's anything else we should cover, boys. Uh, I think the, the the main thing was one: if your main concern is losing gains, I would probably think that this individual would be doing something, right? So you wouldn't be saying, "Oh, I'm worried about my gains," but then you wouldn't be doing nothing, right? So for that individual, I probably most likely, most likely is the case. I would probably say you're, you're in a good place. Don't worry about it. It's not your, your muscles not going to fall off. Um, your gains will come back just as fast or even faster than whatever that you lost any, if you lost any. Right. Um, but yeah, just doing something would help to mitigate that loss and kind of like how you alluded to before, John, it's not going to happen from one day to the next. You're, you're not going to lose everything that you worked, you know, years to build in a matter of month or two, right? Or, or even longer, like you mentioned how some people might be waiting for another month. So I would make it what, like around three months or so total where we've been away from gyms. 
um, you, you're going to be okay. You're, you'll be fine. Promise. Um, I know that you've been kind of like racking your brain or kind of like, you know, going, you know, overthinking it too much or obsessing about it, but uh, you're, you're going to be okay. Mr. Michael? I'd say just try to stay positive. You know, mindset's going to have a lot to play into this as well. You take that same person that's uh, worried about losing their gains, but they're at least doing something. Uh, you split that person into two, have one be happy that they're doing something and one be sad because they can't do deadlifts or back. Uh, barbell squats um, they're going to be different people by the end of a month or two months um, your mindset's going to have a, a pretty big part to play in all this so just try to keep your head up try to keep moving and um, it'll it'll be over soon you know we don't have an official date but it's not like the world's ending it's just on pause but the light at the end of the tunnel is there right i feel like now it's getting closer it is to actually being there it's like okay it's it, i think for a good while we were like who knows how long the hell this is going to last or what the hell's going to happen but i feel like we we can kind of see the dim of the light at the end of the tunnel of uh, there within reach and hopefully for some closer than others and uh, hopefully it'll be as you know sooner than later mike is my light <laughs> he is everyone's light he just shines so bright because i shaved my I, head it's, it's so shiny. So perfect. Um, I think my biggest takeaways is schedule some, some tangible probably takeaways is yes. Optimism is, you know, being, don't allow your, don't so don't, don't complain about it. Complaining, I think just takes away, you know, your power to do something. If you consistently are like whining about all the negative stuff about it, you're not going to lose it. You know, you can look up studies. It's not as easy as it looks unless you're completely bedridden. But I think the biggest thing is, scheduling maybe two to three hard days of working out where you know that you're going to push a little bit more than you normally would and try to schedule some type of activity whether it may be walking in my case jump roping or both or have some type of mobility routines in place at home maybe you can set up stations at your house or just area that you know that you're going to be every time you pass that part of the house you're going to do 90-90, you're going to do a child's pose, you're going to be doing a thread the needle, you're going to be doing some type of mobility work, or maybe you have a pull-up bar in your house, and every time you go, to, if it's, in my case, it's hung on the bathroom door in my room, and I'm going to go do knock out at least a couple pull-ups, if I was really trying to improve my pull-ups, that can be something I could do. Um, so I think it's just setting it up in your, a little bit of structure in your house. I think now it's safe to say we can encourage a little bit of structure since we are getting used to being home. Um, I don't think that continue to dwell in, and be depressed and uncertain. Um, trying to control the non-controllables is going to be ideal. So add some structure, two to three days of hard workouts, schedule maybe 10 to 30 minutes total for your day of some type of movement, breaking up your walks into segments, mobility into segments. And also the last thing is just prioritizing, getting protein in your day. Maybe your diet's not perfect. Maybe you allow a lot of snacks and sweets that you normally wouldn't if you were on the normal go to uh, on the go, but adding, you know, a focus of keeping your protein high is uh, and relatively high is going to be more than enough that you can do. You're going to be, you're going to be fine. Like Mike said, you and Mike and Gabe said that your gains will come back quick. Muscle memory is a true thing. Um, if you had put in years of work, you're going to get it really, really quickly versus the first time when it took a bit. So yeah, the better, the better end of this, uh, I don't want to say when, but the norm the new norm is coming and you're going to, we're going to be able to get back out there and doing the things that we love 
with obviously a whole new setup, but I think it's not going to be as bad as people think. And I'm always, we're always going to choose to spread that positive message for you listeners that, you know, things could always be worse, but we're going to try to always look at it from the best light possible. So if you guys enjoy this episode, uh, if you're not already, please subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review if possible and follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow us at the next level show. You can follow me at John Alva seven, Gabe at prime and glory and Mike, the light at Mike Nellis. <laughs> Mike, the lighthouse. Oh no. 